Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Throwing Hands with Danny Guzman, aka Danny Tarantino, aka your grandma's favorite streamer. Um, we're back, man. It's been a minute. It's been about she two months. It was a longer break than I thought I was gonna have. You know, shit been coming up. Been busy. Just I don't know. Like at the time. I was still watch, I was still watching UFC all the time, but like the NBA playoffs were going on. I was all wrapped up in it. Suns didn't pull it, couldn't pull it off. You know, the damn Mavs beat us, and then they got beat <clears throat> by Golden State, who turned out to be the Warriors. The turned out to be the Warriors. What the fuck am I talking about? Turned out to be the winners of the finals, which is fine, I guess. I mean, I was going for Boston. But I knew Golden State was going to win. But I was still like, let's go Boston. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, but we're back. And we're back, baby. And we're back. And what a fucking card to be back on, right? UFC 276, the most stacked card of the year, to be honest. And, and, if y'all listen to Raw Dogs, I said it on there last week. <clears throat> but your boy's going to be in Vegas for the July weekend, and I'm going to be at the fight. We got our tickets. Me and my girl got our tickets. This is my first UFC live event I've ever been to, and it's a fucking crazy card. So, like, originally, it was it was one of the days I was streaming. It was on, I think it was on a Saturday. <clears throat> and I had just said to my girlfriend, I was like, let's go to Vegas for UFC 276. And she was like, what? Let's do it. Immediately, she just started looking stuff up, right? She was looking at the hotel, the the flights, the tickets for the sh for the fights and all that. Um, and right away she was like, "I found this, I found this," and I was like, "Whoa!" I was, I was, you know, I was serious. I was partly joking because like it was a lot of bread, and it was like short notice. You know what I mean? It's like three weeks away. And she was like, "No, I think we really should go." Look, I found this. We can do payments. That way we don't have to catch y'all all at once. So we were going to, like, do payments on the fights. So, like, pay, you know, do, I think it was monthly payments on the tickets for the fights. But it would have been, like, the, you know, they had, like, the the one-year option, six-month, and three-month. And I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I'm good. She said, but we can, and we can also do it for the hotel and flights. And I was like, I don't want to do all that. Like, it's okay. I don't want to be paying on a year, on for a year for tickets for the UFC. It would be worth it. To me, but I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be making payments and shit. So, <clears throat> conversation was just like, eh, you know, a couple hours later, we were talking about it. And I was like, okay, what if we just go to Vegas? We don't go to the UFC. It's International Fight Week. They got events going on. I could just go to like the fan experience thing and go, we'll just do that. 
She was like, okay, that's fine, but I think we should try to go to the fights. Oh, this is do Vegas. Anyway, next day, I just had to find out if I was off on 4th of July. That Monday, I go on to work. I talked to my manager, and I was like, yo, are we off? I said, yeah, we are actually. We got a three day weekend. I was like, cool. We're gonna go to me and my girl go to Vegas. I let my, I let my girlfriend know, and then we're talking about it. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm gonna be out there already. Why not try to go to the fights? Why not go to the fights? Right? Once in not once in a lifetime, but like the card. I guess you could say it's like a once in a lifetime card. Like this is a crazy ass card. So <clears throat> I was like, let's let's just do it. I I text her. I was like. We'll buy the tickets when I get home for the, you know, for our, we'll book our hotel or flight when I get home. She already had it all planned out. We Like, she already had it all together. We bundled it somehow. And then, you know, she was like, but I'll wait till you get home first to do it. So, I get home, we do it. I'm talking to her. I was like, I think I want to do UFC. She's like, cool, I'm down. But my thing was, okay, but I'm not doing payments. What I want to do is, I got this money coming. I had a check coming in, which was about half of the price of the ticket. Already, I was like, and she's like, oh, and then we put in the rest. I was like, kind of. I don't want to just come out of pocket with it. I kind of want to just, you know, hustle to get that remaining money, you know, the remainder. And so she was down with it. So we did. You know, we hustled. We got the money together. We we sold some stuff on offer up, like stuff like that. Because I was like, I don't want to come out of uh, out of pocket with the cash when we could, you know, make extra cash. And then the money we got, like, from our regular checks, that could just be spending money. You know, we just budget up until then, plus the money we already had put aside, and then, boom, we got we got spending money for out there and whatever, you know. <clears throat> we ended up doing it, and um, it was a hassle, bro. People on offer up ain't shit. People will just be like, I'm interested, I want to do this, and then they just won't show up, or they, they cancel last minute or just stop replying, and then... We sold on Facebook Marketplace for the first time. These motherfuckers are just... There's a lot of bots on there. And just fake. Like, just won't... They're like, oh, ship it to me. I'll pay extra. I'll pay extra. Like, nah, bro. I ain't doing that shit. You, you gotta come to me. But we ended up getting the money together. I bought the tickets. When did I buy the tickets? I think last Thursday? I don't remember. I think last Thursday I bought the tickets. And man, I was it was Thursday, yeah. I was hype. I was so hype. I was like, dude, I can't believe I'm going to a UFC event. But yeah, bought the tickets straight up. <clears throat> um, we're we're in the second level, but it doesn't look bad. Like it shows us our our like view of the cage from our seats, and it doesn't look bad. It looks really good actually, and I'm hyped for it. I'm really excited. Um, but just just to be in Vegas in general is gonna be dope. So we're gonna go. We got some plans. We got reservations at some restaurants. Probably gonna check out some shows, and just chill for four days, man. We fly out <clears throat> Friday, right when I get out of work. So I think we leave at like six, six thirty, and then we, you know, we get there around like eight or something like that. And I mean, that's early. That's early as fucking Vegas. Well, in general, it's early, but you know, in Vegas, that's hella early. So we got time Friday, and then we fly back. Monday evening, uh, so, you know, we got time to chill out there, it's gonna be a good time, um, excited for the fights though, man, excited for the fights, speaking of fights, um, this past weekend, we had a couple, we had a good fight night, and Bellator, I watched a little bit of Bellator, um, Gegard Musasi lost, lost the belt, man, I thought he was gonna get that 50th win, 
but you know, I, it was it was a good fight. He he was just he was getting worked, man. It was just crazy. I hadn't seen him like get beat like that in a minute, or like get hurt like that <clears throat> since like was it when um, Uriah Hall when he hit him with that kick? But yeah, man. I mean, you know, he is he's he's a great fighter. I'm not taking nothing away from him, but. I mean, shout out to to Emblem, man. He fucking, I mean, he's undefeated. Um, undefeated in in the division, and everything. Well, in general, he's undefeated. Took the belt. Uh, you know, I'm excited for the rematch to see who's able to do. But man, it was crazy. I didn't think he was. Um, I didn't think he was gonna lose. I kind of had a feeling, but I didn't think he was gonna lose. Honestly, if I'm honest. But you know, the card overall was pretty good. I was trying to watch it because. You know, if you guys don't watch Bellator, um, they show their prelims on their Bellator uh, YouTube channel. The prelims are on YouTube. And then the main card is on Showtime. So I was at work. You know, the card was the main card started at six. The prelim started at three. I'm at work till five. So I was at work like, you know, I'm going to try to watch these prelims. And um, it just wouldn't work for some reason. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was my Internet because like when I'm at work. You know, I'm on the Wi-Fi and like it works for. I watch like streams while I'm working sometimes. Like I watch, uh, I, I fucking watch Tim the Tatman, you know, Nick Merckx, Swag, like whoever, you know. Well, those are my like main three that I watch. So, and that, it usually works. So I don't know what's going on. If it was on their end, my end, I don't know. But it kept messing up with me. Kept freezing. Um, the video, like the video, was ahead of the audio by a lot. Like they were already at the decision. And they were still, you could still hear them throwing punches and commentators talking. So it was just all fucked up. So I just didn't end up watching it. So I got home. I caught like the last two fights of the prelims. But, you know, it was, it was pretty solid, pretty decent. You know, Bellator, I like it. I'm getting coming around to it more. I've I watched it a lot for a while. But just UFC's words. I mean, it's just like, it, it doesn't compare. It's like, it's like right now. Like football's over. I mean, football's not not going on. Basketball's over. Uh, fucking, it's just baseball, really. But like, you know, I'm not that into baseball. Like, I like it. I I really love like I I'll keep up with it a little bit, but I can't really watch it too much. I love uh postseason baseball though. That feeling of just postseason is just different. I don't know, but like you know, there's nothing to watch. So it's like right now there's no football, but USFL is on. It's kind of what Bellator feels like to me with UFC. Not to say, like, the fighters aren't on the same level. Some of them are, you know. A lot of them are, and it's great fights. But it just it just doesn't... The production value is what I mean. Production value isn't the same as the UFC. UFC puts on a fucking show. So, that's... But, you know, it was good. Uh, But, yeah, the, you know, fight night was good. Shout out Umar. Mark Meadow, that boy's a problem. Undefeated. Um... Fucking the main event was great. It was good, dude. It just fucking it just shows you how deep that division is, bro. One fifty five is just no joke. It's it's fucking crazy, but there are great fights. Shout out to um, Shafkat um, Rachmanov, monster. He's a monster. Sixteen no fucking beast, bro. Like who who's gonna stop him? You know. I would like to see him and I think him and Hamza would be a fun fight, man. I think that'd be a fun fucking fight. I think that's the fight to make. I know 
I, I mean, I know right now Hamzat is like more focused on the head, like looking ahead. He wants to go for the belt, <clears throat> you know. So I don't know if he'll want to, but I mean, he did say like I'll smash everybody. So let you know, I think that's a great fucking fight though. That's a great fight to make. Um, but yeah, it was a good fight night. Now this man, this is two seventy six. Is just way too stacked though. Finally, we get a big, big pay per view, one that's just crazy. Um, it sucks that Misha Tate, uh, her fight isn't gonna happen. After all, you know that's that sucks. But um, we got and then Bobby Green, his fight. But we got Cowboy Cerrone. But you know Lauren Murphy had to back out of the Misha Tate fight. She said it came out that it was COVID. She has COVID, so she can't fight, which sucks because. You know, I, I wanted to see that fight. I want to see Misha Tate fight. They are saying that they're trying to get the a, a late replacement, but I mean, less than a week away. I, I don't know if anyone's like gonna take that. So she, they might just like reschedule this fight. This is a fun fight though. It's a fun fight they have to make happen. So, hopefully, we do get to see it. I just wish it was this weekend, especially because I will be there live. I'm gonna just keep saying that, bro, because I'm fucking hype. I'm just keep reminding y'all that I'm gonna be there. I'm going to be at the fights. I'm going to be there live. So, you know, that would have been a good one. But, yeah, I mean, let's get into these fights. I'm going to go through a few of them. Not all the fights, but we're going to go through a lot of them. I'm going to give you my picks. Like I always say, if y'all new here, you know, I always say, these are my opinions. These are my picks. You know, take them or not. Uh, don't bet. Don't bet the rent money. Don't bet, you know, the baby's milk money or diaper money. You know, bet what you want to bet, what you can, what you do, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this dub. I'm a bread chaser, baby. Um, first up, we got Jessica Rose Clark versus Julia. I don't even know how to pronounce his name, man. You know, I'll be struggling with the names. Um, Stoliorenko. Uh, so this one, this is where this is one where like off tops. I'm gonna go with Jessica Rose Clark. You know, she did struggle with her grappling in her last fight against Stephanie Egger. Um, and when it comes to Julia, you know, you can't. You can't get into a grapple match with her. You know, she'll take your fucking arm off. She's fucking great. She has good grappling. Um, she's going to go for that arm bar. And if it goes that way, if it goes to the ground, Jessica's going to struggle. Because, you know, that's Julia's strength. Some might say that's her only strength. I've heard the term one trick pony get tossed around. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm not, I'm not hating. That wasn't me. This is what I heard. So... I am going with Jessica, especially if she stays on the feet and uses her striking. She can outclass Julia and come through with that W. She's sitting at a minus 140. I'd take that all day, baby. Next up, we got Brad Tavares versus Dracus Duplessis. Um, this is a good matchup, man. To be honest, super tough one for me to make a pick on. You know, we got Brad Tavares, who, you know, actually, you know what? I don't think I've bet against Duplessis before. I think I've, you know, I've picked them. I've never went against them, you know, and that hasn't steered me wrong. You know, the man has a problem. Now, Brad Tavares, he has a bit more experience. He's fought the best in the division. Even though he did get dealt with, he is a great fighter. He has great kicks, great striking overall, but I'm still high on Duplessis. I think he continues to show that he is here to compete. He's a competitor. And show off his skills that he is, and show that he is a real threat in this division. He's sitting at a minus one twenty-five. I'd lock him in in the parlay if we're gonna parlay this bitch up. He's my pick. Let's get that. 
Next up, we got Jessica I versus Macy Barber. It was a good match. Jessica I, again, she's fought the best of the best. You know, she's been doing it for a minute. She is getting a bit older now, though, you know? And you could say Macy is entering her prime or in her prime, some would say, you know? It's true. I'd also say they do have similar styles. I would say Macy, you know, she is younger. She's hungry. She has more to prove, I'd, I'd say. You know, she's trying to prove what she can do. I see her taking this one 100%. I'd lock that in. I'd say that's a lot. I'm taking Macy Barber in this one, who's sitting at a minus 240. So it seems like the boogies agree. What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Next up, Uriah Hall versus Andre Muniz. Uh, Andre Muniz is a, he's a jiu-jitsu style fighter. You know, he's always trying to get you down. Use that BJJ on you. And, you know, on the other hand, Uriah, he got them kicks. He got good power. And in his last fight, that's what saved him. You know, he did get taken down. He got out of it. Ended up taking the W. But, you know, if I were to take someone on my parlay, I'd bet that Andre, you know, he does take Uriah to hold down. Keeps him there. And I can see him taking control if he is able to take Uriah down. And, you know, avoid them big hits. Avoid the kicks. So, I would take Andre Muniz on this one. And he's currently sitting at a minus 245 again. So, I mean, something, you know, they agree with your boy. So, what's up? Next up, Jim Miller versus Donald Cowboy Cerrone. You know, I thought this one was a bit weird just because I thought it would be at lightweight. You know, they're fine at welterweight. So, you got to wonder if the extra weight is going to play a factor on both sides. You know, Cowboy carrying the extra weight, you know, is it going to slow him down or anything? You know, it's could be a factor, but the same could be said for Jim Miller, who already has a bad tank, bro. That boy already has a bad gas tank. So will having that extra weight slow him down even more, drain him even more? I think so. I think Donald Cerrone is going to take this one. I think he's going to tire Jim down and get the finish on him. I'm calling a second round KO, TKO, you know, you know what I mean? But I'm calling that. I'm picking the dog on this one, my boy Cowboy, who is sitting at a plus 180. You know, go the other way if you want. I'm locking in Donald Cerrone, bro. That's my boy. Let's do it. Next up, we got Ian Gary versus Gabe Green. My prediction, off tops, I'm going to tell you. I'm going with the future. I'm going with Ian Gary. I'm a believer. I know a lot of other people are too. You know, he's a bad motherfucker, bro. Don't get me wrong. Gabe Green is too. He's a tough, tough dude. You know, he looked good against Phil Rowe. And, of course, when he starts Johan. But I still see Ian Gary completely wrecking him, bro. Sending him to the fucking shadow room. I think he's got, you know, I think he's more technical. And... I think he's, you know, he, he's the future for a reason. His name is the future. I, I just, he's my pick, man. You know, I got to lock him in. I got to go with the future. And he's sitting at minus 155. So, nothing crazy. But I believe Ian Gary's going to get that finished. And I get to see that shit live, bro. So, I'm so hyped. Um, Next up, we got Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberina. You know, we got another fight with two veterans again. You know, this is a good matchup. Two legends who are just willing to leave it all on the line, leave it all in the cage, and just have fucking all-out wars, bro. Both coming off uh, crazy-ass fights, both coming off Ws, too. 
just two fucking gladiators, dude. Um, I'm excited for this one. You know, you can, I would say you can expect this to just be a brawl. And in the end of that brawl, I see Robbie, Robbie Lawler getting his hand raised, taking that W. You know, he looked great against Nick Diaz. Uh, just fucking in great shape. Just looks good, man. Looks great. And uh, I think you can pull it off. You know, either way, get ready because we're in for a fucking war. And I get to see it live. I'm hype. Um, but yeah, Robinson at a minus 125. I'd lock that in. Put that in a parlay, baby. I might split it up. I might split up the parlay. You know, I've done it before. Where I do, like, prelims, main card. We'll see. I might do that. You know, make it a little easier. Give me a better chance. As well as my other, you know, bets I'm going to throw down. But next up, we got Brad Riddell versus Jalen Turner. This is a tough one. This is another tough one. Uh, I would say Brad Riddell has better striking. He's got good technique. And, I mean, Jalen Turner, he's been looking great, man. He's been racking up these Ws, you know, with the back-to-back submission wins over Brock Weaver and Euros Medic. You know, then the way that he just fucking starts Jamie Malarkey. He's really just, like, headhunting right now. And, you know, he's just looking great, man, but... Can he keep this streak going on and take out Brad Riddell? That's a tough one. I will say this, though. It is going to be a hell of a striking match. I can see this staying on the feet. This is being a war. It's being a fucking battle, bro. So if I had to choose, I'm going with Jalen Turner. Although I'm not 100% confident in it. Not by 75 to 80%, you know. Um, but this is a tough one. I can really, I, I can see this one going either way. But I'd say give me Turner on this one, who's sitting at a minus 130. Now, this next one. This next one. For the main card. You know, the last one, I was like, oh, I'm not 100%. This one, I'm 100 and fucking 100,000% sure. Off tops, I'm telling you. It's Pedro Munoz versus Sugar Sean O'Malley. And off tops, I'm telling you. I'm going with my boy, Sugar Sean O'Malley. The motherfucking Sugar Show was coming this Saturday. And Pedro just got himself a front row seat, dog. This is O'Malley all day. You can say Pedro was going to, you know, try to get him with the calf kick, try to slow him down. But the way O'Malley switches stances on him and has, has that reach advantage, you know, I think he'll just piece him up and put Pedro down 100%. You know, Pedro's best chance would be, you know, try to take O'Malley to the ground. But even then, like I said, Sugar Sean, he has a reach advantage. He can keep him at a distance. You know, take his time, find that moment to take him out. Pedro has not been finished. He hasn't been finished, but I think if someone's going to do it right now, it's going to be Sugar Sean. Sugar Sean's going to put him out, take him out. It's going to be his first time. You know, it's going to be Pedro's first time getting KO'd. It's going to happen. And even if you are going to take Sugar Sean to the ground, I think I think people just underestimate his ground game. Now, maybe I'm biased. You know, he reps Phoenix. I'm from Phoenix. Let's do it. AZ all day, baby. But I've never bet against my boy before, and I won't start now. For damn sure, I ain't starting today. Not today. Um, so I'm taking Sugar Sean. I'm taking him by KO. I'm locking that the fucking 1,000% confident. Like I said, last one wasn't 100%. This one, I'm 1,000%. 100,000% confident. Shout out my boy Sugar Sean. The motherfucking Sugar Show is happening. Minus 260 on that one. Next up, we got Sean Strickland versus Alex Pereira. This is another tough one, bro. Just tough-ass pick for me. You know, Sean Strickland, he's 
been on one hell of a run in the UFC. You know, he, he has great effective striking. But if he's planning to just go heads up with Pereira like that, he's going to most likely run into some fucking problems because Pereira's world-class striking, man. He has some, he, he's got some hands. You know, everyone who knows, knows that this boy can scrap. You know what I'm saying? He has, you know, he's he's the one who, back in his kickboxing days, KO'd Israel out of Sanya, bro. He KO'd Izzy, and it's different. It is different. I think if him and Izzy fight right now in MMA, Izzy's, Izzy's more of a problem for him. You know, straight kickboxing, he had his time. He beat him. Sure. MMA, I think it's a different story. Izzy's going to start some. And it's crazy how an unranked fighter is going to fight Sean Strickland, who is, who is, what is he ranked? He's in the top five, right? Leaving the top five, let me pull this up. But like, for an unranked fighter to just jump up, right, like that, and he is, yeah, Strickland is number four, bro. And you know why they're doing that? It's because they're trying to hurry up and get him to fight Izzy because that's the story, right? UFC is great at this marketing. That's what they want. That's the fight to make. And especially because Izzy's just running through everyone in the fucking division. Like, what, what are they going to do? Fight fucking Vittori again? Fight Whittaker again? Like, he's running through everyone in his division. They want this rematch. They want them to fight. This is, it, you know, so that's why they're pushing this guy ahead. But, you know, it's, like I said, I'm a kickboxing. But it would be great. I, I want to see it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this man is dangerous. He's dangerous with the striking. So, if Strickland, if he's trying to just swing and bang with him, he's going to find himself in some trouble. So, my pick, if I had a pick, my pick, it's going to be that Pereira and Strickland streak and walks away with that W. That's if Strickland is going to just try to stay in the pocket with him and just swing. If he does that, he loses. All right, that's all I'm going to say. If he's going to play it smart, and I know he's been working on his wrestling, his ground game right now. If he does that, takes him to the ground, he can win it. He can really win it. And he's smart. I know he's, he's probably there working on that. I'm sure he's working on that. That's probably the game plan is to take him down. If he does that, I can see him winning it. Personally, though, I think he's going to be like, no, nah, I can take him. And in that case, Pereira's going to win. I'm locking in Alex. He's at a minus 115 on this one. Next up, the co-main event. This Some people are saying the people's main event, right? We got Alexander the Great Volkanovsky. Versus Max Holloway, bro. Three. The trilogy. I'm so hyped for this one, bro. The motherfucking trilogy. I'm so excited for this fight. It's going to be a banger. And I get to see it live. It's fucking insane, man. This one is it's so damn tough for me to call. You know, that I might not even bet on this one, to be honest. Because, you know, the first two fights were bangers. Volk clearly won the first fight. Second fight was super close. And a lot of people will still argue that Max won that fight. They'll say that he won and he got robbed. I personally, watching it, you know, when I watched it, this was, what, two years ago, I think? I believe it was 2020 when they fought. I was sort of, I was like, yo, Holloway's winning this. And, you know, a lot of people did too. But Volk won. Volk got the win. And, you know, Volk's just been... 
he's just been dominating, bro. Like ever since, it, well, not ever since he's just been dominating, bro. You know, and in, in my opinion, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, both these fighters have something to prove and stuff. It's like, no, neither one of them have shit to prove to anyone, bro. Volk, like I said, has been dominating his division. He just seems to be getting better and better after every fucking fight. You know, we're talking about a fighter with such a high fight IQ who could just take his time to figure you out, make the adjustments mid-fight to just find your weaknesses and pick you apart. That's a fucking dominant champ, bro. He's a dominant champ. Look what he did to to Korean Zombie, and I love Korean Zombie, bro. I'm a huge fan of Korean Zombie. He's been in the game for a minute, been watching him for years. He's fucking great. Look what he fucking did to him. Look at what he did with Brian Ortega, bro. Brian Ortega had the nastiest, nastiest triangle on him. And he got out of it. His name is T-City. Triangle City, bro. That's his fucking move. And Volk did not panic. He got out of it. And that shit was super tight, bro. I don't know how he got out of that. So you just talking about someone who's just been fucking dominant as a champion. By the way. He just doesn't seem to be slowing down either, man. Now, on the other hand, we got Max Holloway, who is another fighter with the high, high level, high fight IQ, who's just put on some of the best performances in UFC, period. Not just in flyweight, but period, man. You know, there isn't, it's just like, Max Holloway has like, he's fucking, I'd say out of everybody, bro, in featherweight, he's probably, he's the best, right? Like, I mean, yeah, Connor, right? Okay, but like. You're talking about that was that that was his last loss outside of 145, you know, except for when he went to 155 and he, you know, when he fought when he fought Dustin. But like I almost forgot what this dude has done and what he what he's capable of. He's he's Max fucking Holloway, bro. I don't know not one person who doesn't love Max Holloway. Nobody. Nobody who knows hates Max Holloway, bro. I fucking love Max Holloway. He's like the best guy. He's fucking dope. I've never heard one person speak bad about Max Holloway. He's that fucking lovable. Everybody loves the dude. He's a monster. He's a beast. He's fucking great. You know, and it's just for good reason. He's a fucking great fighter. Hall of Famer one day. You know, he's he he will not back down, bro. He'll put he'll put up a fight. And if anyone could take that twenty five minutes in the cage with Volkanovski and put him away, it's him. It's it's Max, bro. It I feel like he can do it. I mean, some say he did do it last time. I think he can. He, he'd be the one to do it. You know, Max Holloway is tough guy to beat, bro. Tough guy to beat. He's a great fucking fighter. Look at the way he made Ortega look. Look at Calvin Cater, bro. Bro, when he was fighting, when he was fighting Brian Ortega and just piecing him up in the face, just punching his face, and was during the fight grabbing. Brian Ortega's hands and showing him how to block the punches he was throwing at him mid-fight, bro. Look it up. Look up. Look up Max Holloway showing Brian Ortega how to block the punches he's throwing. He's literally like grabbing his arm like here, boom, and then punches his hand and then just starts punching him in the face and then does it again. Here, this is how you block. Boom, punches him in the face. Y'all forgetting what this man can do. I swear y'all forgetting. And that's no shade on Volk. Because like I said, I love Volkanovski. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan of Volkanovski, man. He's amazing. He's great. So like I said, he's a dominant champ. But this is Max Holloway we're talking about, bro. This is going to be a banger. 
this is going to be the craziest fight on the card. No matter what happens, no matter the way it goes, it's going to be the craziest fight on this card, bro. You know, and that's why, that's why it's tough for me, man. You know, from a betting perspective, if I had to pick, I would say Volk, you know, with some confidence. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to take the dog on this one, man. You know, put a little side bet on Max. You know, to, I'd say I'd say to put that down. You know, put it on for him to, you know, throw that down. Put a little money on the dog on this one. Especially if he's sitting at a uh, plus 155, you know, not too bad. But gun to the head, got to make a pick. I guess I would go Volkanovski. You know, he's sitting at a minus 180. But again, I'm not sure if I'm even betting on this one, dude. Because like I said, y'all must have forgot who the fuck Max Holloway is. And what the hell he can do at featherweight. Either way, there's going to be a banger. And I cannot wait to see it. And again, I'm sorry, this is the last time I'm saying. I get to see it live. I'm fucking hyped, bro. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a banger. Either way, we win. Either way, they win. Like I, Like I said, from a betting perspective... I would say Volk, because even though Volk is saying he feels he doesn't have anything to prove, which he doesn't, he doesn't. I feel like he is still trying to just shut some people up. There's a little, there's got to be a little part of him that wants to shut people up. So he's gonna go for it. He's gonna fi- try to finish him. Max, on the other hand, he says he's not bothered. I believe him. You know, uh, he he had said that. You know, when's the last time you seen two people, not only at the top of their divisions, but they're both in the top 10 pound-for-pound pound fighters in the world. Volkanovski's number two. Max Holloway's number six, bro. They're in the top 10. Like, when, when have we ever seen that? I don't think we have, really, right? Since, who had said, I think, uh, D- I mean, uh, Ariel Hawani had said, since, like, DC John Jones. That's, that's probably the last time. And, like, this is crazy. So, it's going to be a great fight. Like I said, I'm probably not going to bet on this one. Or I probably won't throw in the parlay. I might throw a little side money on Max. You know, just to get the dog. Just to get that extra money. I like me an underdog. But if I had to pick from a betting perspective, I would go Volk. I might do both. I'm probably going to do both. I'm going to do both. Alright. Next up, we got the main event. We got Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier. And this one... I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, Jared is bigger than Izzy. Izzy's skinny. They've been saying that about Izzy forever, bro, since he got into the UFC that he's skinny. He is skinny, but look what this man can fucking do. Look what he could do. He's been being that he's lapped the whole division already. He was excited to fight Cannoneer because new blood. He gets to fight someone new for a change. And I, I just, I think, I think he wins this, bro. I think Jared is a little too slow for him. Izzy... You know, you just outclass him, bro. Just keep him running around, keep him chasing him, tearing him out. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Izzy's been just playing it safe lately. Izzy really wants to get this finish, and I think he does. I think he tires him out and he finishes him, bro. I'm taking Izzy by uh, by KO slash TKO. Uh, I'd say within three rounds, I'd take that. Uh, because, you know, you know Jared kind of, you know him and his team, they're looking at that size advantage and thinking, Oh, we're gonna do what Jan um, Blakovich did to Izzy and just put our weight on him. Try it, bro. Try it. Go ahead. You don't think Izzy's waiting for that? And that's if you can do it, bro. You can't do it. It's different at 
at this weight class than it was when he moved up to light heavyweight. Like he said, that side mission. You know what I mean? It's it's different. It's way different. So I still see Izzy outclassing him. I see Izzy winning it. I think I don't think it's easy, but I don't think it's that hard either for him. You you see the size advantage and you think, oh, he's gonna start something. No. Izzy's just too fucking good, bro. I'm picking Izzy to win this. I got Izzy locked in. And let's see what he is uh sitting at on the let's see what he's at. Because like I said, Izzy like like the same with like when Izzy fights Alex Pereira next. It's way different, bro. It's way different. You're not gonna you're not gonna just come in here and then you can just shut down Izzy. This dude's been the champ for a while. He's dominated. This is his fifth title defense. He would argue his sixth because he says the Robert Whitaker um fight when he um when he after he beat Calvin Gaston for the interim title, he says that that should count as a title defense to him. That counts as a title defense, and you know, cool. I see it, but I don't see him losing this, bro. And I know I said I wasn't gonna say it again, but I'm saying it one more time. I get to see it live. That's fucking dope. That's tight. I'm not. I'm not being. You know, my bad. I'm. I'm not trying to brag or nothing. You know, but it's tight and I'm hype. But I would say I'm picking Izzy. I say he finishes him within three. Like I said, he's sitting at a minus three sixty five, bro. If you wanted to, if you really got that much faith, Jerry Cannonier sitting at a plus three hundred. That's not bad, bro. It's not. I mean, that's good fucking money. You you could pull that off. But I wouldn't. I'm going Izzy. I'm locking that in hundred percent. Within three. Finish. So yeah, that's it, bro. That's a that's the you know that's my picks for this fight. Feels good to be back to be doing this. I've been watching the fights. I just haven't been, you know, making these episodes, bro. I love to do it. You know, this takes up a lot of my time to like just go through everything, write down my notes, and you know, record this. But it's it's my favorite thing to do. It's my favorite thing to do. And y'all see it now. I just got the new. I just made myself a new. Uh, cover art for the podcast uh, the last one i thought was a little too plain you know just had the fist with the cage and said throwing hands but i want to do something a little different so i drew myself you know with the title and all that put the throwing hands behind me got the cage and the lights and everything so you know hope y'all like it it was fun to draw it i did you know i got my ipad for my birthday Mads have been loving that shit just drawing on procreate playing ufc2 mobile Trying to build my motherfucking squad up, you know? So it's been tight. It's been fun. Uh, Thank you guys for being patient. And thank you guys for, you know, still being, still sticking around, you know? Still checking out these. I know a lot of you, I've talked to a lot of people who are like, oh, I don't even, you know, follow MMA or watch UFC. But I like, you know, I listen to the podcast and I appreciate that so much. Uh, Thank you guys for checking out Raw Dogs. Raw Dogs is fun. Shout out to Mike. Love you, bro. Um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be dope, man. Next time I, uh, you know, next episode, I'll be, I'll be talking about, you know, the fights that I had just seen, you know, I'll be there for the thing, you know, I'm gonna be there and I'll be breaking it down, you know, like a review, we'll go over the fights, we'll recap, and then there's no fights that following weekend, right? The night, I think Brian, I think Ortega and 
Rodriguez is the 16th, right? Yeah, the 16th. So we'll still have an episode next week, but then the following week we'll break down Ortega and Rodriguez. It's going to be a good one. So, yeah, thank you guys for stopping by. I appreciate it. Uh, see you next week. Later.